When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Weekend Warrior, every Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. On ESPN LA 710. Dedicated to you, the fan who works hard all weekend, slugs it out on the court, the field, the big box store, and the honey-do list all weekend long. And helping you cope as you come to the realization you're not 19 any longer. Here's board-certified orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Robert Clapper. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Today's topic is storytelling, which I love to do. But in the world of art, in the world of sports, in my world of surgery, to be able to track the journey. And at 8.15, we'll be talking about Quinn Cook, the NBA player who's written a book called The Cookbook. And we'll have Lauren Gillian from Connor Sports tell us all about it. All right, let's take a call. He's been hanging on for not only this show, but last show. And I didn't take his call. Mitch, thanks for hanging on forever. Appreciate it. <laughs> How's it going, Dr. Clapper? Very Happy good. Family. Yeah, everything's good. And you, you had a good Thanksgiving? It was good, but it was an adventure the, early in the week. I'll get to it. All right, tell, to, let's get right to it. First of all, how old are you? And you work for UPS or FedEx? What do you do again? I think I'm emerged and called Fed Up. I work for FedEx. I'm a very <laughs> Fed Up. <laughs> I'll be 61 in, in, at the end of January. Wow. Um, wow. About a month ago, I started feeling my other hip. I had my hip replacement uh, about a year and a half ago, my right one. Yep. And from ex- from experience, I knew it was time. Mm. Now, not to go out of work yet, but it was, it's not a question of if it's just when. So I got x-rays. He still says I have some left. But he suggested therapy, mm. and I was going to suggest I was going to start my therapy on my hip. I know it's just to make money, but it's uh, I like I like that. It's only good part of getting hurt or whatever. But um, earlier Tuesday morning, you'll love this story, uh, Doctor Clapper. Mm-hmm. I'm going up this uh, driveway. I have a big box. The mailbox is government property, and I'm, we're not we're told not to leave it in the mailbox. Oh, you really? Take a picture. You got to take a picture where you're going to leave it. So, and I was leaving the mailbox. Huh. I'd be incriminating myself, right? That'd be pretty smart. <laughs> anyway, it was a pretty heavy box. The people told me it was a turkey. Well, I'm, I'm past this. I didn't know it was a flag. There's an invisible fence. I'm, I'm almost halfway up the drive. And all of a sudden, I hear two dogs coming down, black <laughs> and short of brown. The owners are calling them, and it looked like small pit bulls. <laughs> Well, I kind of tossed the box. I still thought I had a chance because I didn't even get my dog treats out of my hand, but it didn't matter. I, didn't, I just thought they were just bogging. They bit the box, and then they bit my ankle. Oh. Spots in my left ankle. Yeah, it, it, it tickled, boy. It tickled. Boy. And I, I was telling the case center, oh, I was so proud of myself. The hell with being professional. I would have, even this rest, I would have blood, bloody murdered, and I should have called the police there and then instead of waiting to end to make sure they finally, yesterday I found out they did have their shots. I, don't know, I didn't have to go for everybody. Nothing was broken. They took. They were nice to me. Mm. I, I know. I, I know. It's just like you. It's great talking to you, but it's usually not good news talking to you, right? Right. I'm calling with a problem. Do you think this ankle is ever going to be uh, normal? Because it looks awful, but nothing's broken. 
I'm, I gotta take the antibiotics till it's finished. Let me ask you a question though: Is it the ankle that has had the hip implant, or is it the other ankle? My other ankle, though. Uh, I have metal plate in my right ankle. I broke my leg 13 years ago. I have a metal plate in my fibula. Yeah, but the one that has the dog bite now is is the right. other ankle. They're the hip replacements on the other side, right? Right. The hip replacements on my because let me tell side. you something. You put your hip replacement at risk if you have any infection or poor healing of a wound. That's why when people come to see me, hey, Dr. Clapper, I need my knee done, my hip done. You're going to have to operate on it, put an implant in. But I also have a bad ankle or bad foot. I tell them, you better go have your foot and ankle operated on first because you do not want to have hip surgery and then have any kind of issues. Let's pretend that you have surgery electively on your foot and ankle once you have your hip done. If that wound doesn't heal in your foot and ankle, the drainage, the veins, the lymphatics, if there's infection in your foot or ankle, it goes right by your knee and your hip. And if there's an implant in there, you put it at risk for an infection. So I make patients go have your ankle or foot operated on before I'll do your knee or your or your hip because you don't want to take that chance. So you're very lucky that the dog bit the yeah. ankle that didn't have the hip replacement on it because you then really put yourself at at risk. Listen, will you oh, be will you, will you be play. right forever? I have no idea. Um, soft tissue injuries can absolutely <laughs> linger forever if there is any kind of disruption to how the tendon works or the ligament works. If it's just your skin, I don't think so. But if it's something deeper than that, yeah, you can actually have long-term problem from it. Absolutely. It, it just looks pretty bruised. Bloody. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's just in the skin, then it'll probably be just fine. But if it's if there are any structures that were injured deeper than that, yeah, then you could have a problem. I would listen. I I'm talking to you on the radio. I have no idea. Go get it looked at. Get an MRI. See if there's any deeper uh, injury to structures that you don't appreciate by just looking at the skin. Stay on the antibiotics because let me tell you, you do not want to get an infection at all. So right. it needs to clean up they completely. Took What's that? They took an X-ray. They took an X-ray. And nothing's broken. Yeah. Well, you need an MRI and you need an exam by someone who knows what they're doing. Where you're in New Jersey? You're in New York. Where the hell are you? New Jersey Central. This happened at work, so it'll be a workman's comp, and that's where it gets even complicated. I don't want the dogs put down. I don't want to sue them. Yeah. Unless you know, when I first, when they were, my doctor was saying, you don't know if they had rabies shots. You can't wait five days. Yeah, they told me to exactly. go to the hospital, and they can charge you up to fifteen thousand dollars just to make an emergency room uh, visit. Well, listen, then I work at a ward. You got to take yeah. care. You got to take care of yourself. I ain't worried about all the rest of it. You got bit by a pit bull. Because you're carrying a turkey for FedEx. The whole thing should be made into some kind of sitcom. It's hilarious, except you got a mangled foot because of it, and that's terrible. But it is an unbelievable story. God bless you. Thanks a lot, Doc. Okay, my pleasure, Mitch, and have a happy holiday coming up. You're special. We need to keep you straight up and down. All right, young man. Thanks for calling in. All right, Warriors. Wow. Storytelling. Talk about storytelling. How about life? How about that? How'd you like to be delivering a turkey where you may not know what's in the box, but those damn pit bulls behind the gate, they know what's in the box because they can smell. They can hear things you don't hear. Oh, my God. You need combat pay to be a FedEx delivery guy. And I did not know that. The, the mailbox is government property, so FedEx is not allowed to put stuff in the mailbox. I did not know that. Hmm, interesting. 
All right, at 8.15, we're going to be talking to one of my favorite people. His name is Lauren Gillian because apparently Quinn Cook is on a plane to China right now. We thought he would be our guest, but that's okay because the man who got Quinn Cook, who knows all about him, the very same man who got Isaiah Thomas as a guest and Joachim Noah, but he's doing such great work for a company that makes basketball courts. And I actually had the privilege of flying with him to Wisconsin. Why would I fly to Wisconsin? I flew to an Indian reservation in Wisconsin with Lauren Gillian. Why would I do that? Because the Indian reservation is where 350,000 acres of a tree, a certain kind of tree, Lauren will be able to tell me, that they use to make the basketball court for the NCAA, for the NBA, for high schools. For They make the best basketball courts for all over the world. And he's continuing to do this. And he'll tell us more about who he's doing it with, if he can reveal that, because it's really awesome. Because this show has mentioned a lot about Kobe Bryant and his storytelling. Well, you cannot, in my mind, think about basketball without thinking about Kobe Bryant. So coming up next, we're going to have a nice long chat with Lauren Gillian about Kobe Bryant. Basketball. Quinn Cook storytelling you're listening to the one and only weekend warrior show here on 710 espn another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check this out. Weekend Warrior is on the air. From the epicenter of sport in the Southland. ESPN LA. 7710. With Dr. Robert Clapper, board-certified orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai Health Associates. I listen to you on the radio. You oh, that or not? Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Have you learned anything from Clapper Vision? Well, you know, when you talk about uh, art, you talk about music, you, you run the gamut. I, I listen, man. You'd be surprised who's listening, man. Mark, as I appreciate <laughs> Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Talk about storytelling and music. Nobody does it better than J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Good job, Rebecca. All right, I can't wait to get into it right now. My guest, the the great Lauren Gillian. Lauren, thanks so much for making time. I understand Quinn Cook is on an airplane to China. You know what? Making time for you, Dr. Clapper, is a priority every time. Anything for you, my friend. (laughs) You know what? Early morning. You, you, uh, and where are you calling in from? You're not in L.A., right? You're in Chicago? I'm in Chicago. I'm in, and you'll be happy to know it's like 56 degrees today. It's almost tennis weather for me today. (laughs) Listen, listen, everything happens for a reason. Uh, Absolutely. And having Quinn Cook on an airplane, have safe travels, but you know the guy better than anybody. And instead of talking about his journey and 
playing for Mike Krzyzewski at Duke and then playing with mm-hmm. Steph Curry and playing with LeBron James and winning a ring with Golden State and the Lakers. What a great story. And his book about, you know, a child book, motivational book, storytelling is in him. But I think Absolutely. to some extent he got the topic started, but it's really because of you behind the scenes making all this stuff happen. So it's really high time that the Weekend Warriors get to meet you, Lauren, in terms of all that you've done for this show, getting those guests uh, for us. So this show is about Kobe and Trisha Yearwood, their ability to, as children, in the case of Trisha Yearwood, appreciating the, the recipes from her grandparents, becoming a singer, willing her way into the music business, but same thing for Kobe. From the moment he's a child rolling up his dad's tube socks to imagining himself making shots at the great Western form, he is telling a story of his life before it even happens as a kid and then later as an adult actually gets to go back and tell the story from the beginning. Guess what? I don't think anybody appreciates the life and time of Kobe Bryant and his storytelling more than you. So tell us, what are wow. you up to with wow. Vanessa Bryant and the continuation of the story of Kobe and his daughter? Well, let me say this. My, my segue into this, I, I'm holding in my hand a copy of uh, Legacy and the Queen, which is Kobe's book he, he wrote about the tennis young lady. And I got an autographed copy from him mm. when he attended the U.S. Open a few years ago. Um, a friend of mine was very fortunate enough to be his coach on the tennis court. Wow. And one, one of the most amazing experiences um, of my life. Wow. Um, it's, it, and he's an, I mean, an amazing man. I mean, he transcended not just sports, but the way he, he looked at life and uh, uh, I think you know. I think he was a philosopher, quite frankly, Dr. Yeah. Clapper. And yeah. I think he played basketball as a thing to get us our attention, but in reality, he was a philosopher wow. because every question you asked this guy, he never just gave an answer. He, he thought about it, yeah. he pondered it, and then he came back with, with what he thought. It was, it was amazing to me, hmm. absolutely amazing. You know, um, the sound bites that I've pulled. The, the one word in all the sound bites is when Jimmy Kimmel asks him who animated this Oscar winning thing. Actually, this is before he wins the Oscar. He says to mm-hmm. him, who animated Glenn Keane? He did Pocahontas. He did. A, OK, why did you pick him? Because I wanted to be hand drawn. I wanted the texture. OK, mm-hmm. I, we got to hear this again. You got to. I want to hear you what you are hearing. You know, the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. The ears don't hear what the mind doesn't know. What exactly. do you hear when you hear him describe in detail the texture? Here we go. From the moment I started rolling my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game-winning shots in the great Western form, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. That is Kobe Bryant's <laughs> on Verizon Go 90. Now, this is, first of all, the artwork is, is phenomenal. Who did Thank the artwork in this? Glenn, Glenn Keane. Glenn, Glenn Keane's Keen. one of the greatest animators of all time. I mean, he's done from, from Aladdin to Pocahontas to Little Mermaid to Lion King. I mean, this guy's... How did you hook up with Glenn in the first place? Um, well, when I had the idea of turning this into an animated short, um, 
I called him. I was a big fan of his, so I just cold called him. Really? Yeah. You just him on noticed that his you liked his work from the movies he'd done. Exactly. I mean, and I, I knew I wanted it to be hand drawn. Uh huh. Right? I wanted it to be to have that texture, that hand feel quality. There's no substitute for that, and he just it really it does look hand drawn. You can no, see he, that it is. He, he's an absolute genius. What do you hear, Lauren Gillian? When you hear yeah. Kobe describe, that's why he picked that animator to do it by hand, because of the texture. That's kind of interesting you mentioned that. Um, we, kind of sports and sport court, have been very fortunate uh, in the last few, probably year, to work very closely with uh, Vanessa and the Mamba, Mamba Cedar Foundations uh, to, um, to bring that texture and Kobe's vision of basketball courts to life. Um, those of you that uh, in L.A. back in May, we did the unveiling on Gigi's birth, Gianna's birthday for a court dedicated to her, and it was absolutely amazing hmm. um, to hear that, to hear Kobe's thoughts and life come about in this court. And a couple months later, we ended up uh, going to Philadelphia, and we did the identical same thing in honor of Kobe, literally around the corner from his childhood home. Hmm. And I can tell you, sitting on his porch, Dr. Clapper, I got goosebumps. Hmm. You can feel the energy. You can hear this, the roaring of the crowd in his voice. Hmm. What an amazing moment for me uh, as a person and as a, as a basketball fan. Wow. Listen, thank God you're doing what you're doing to carry on the tradition. We all, we, we miss him so terribly. He was more than just a basketball player for the Lakers. But, Absolutely. you know, to be able to have you making basketball courts with his foundation to carry it on is is amazingly special. Tell me a little bit about Quinn Cook, the man that was supposed to be on today, and how Absolutely. you have met him and, and the work that you're doing with him and what he's all about, carrying on the tradition of storytelling that Kobe Bryant Absolutely. started. Some may not know, but uh, Quinn Cook's father, uh, his father was very, very big at Howard and HBCUs, and I happened to, uh, was invited to a taping of a TV show for uh, another outlet, and Quinn and I met during the, the intermission, and we just connected. I mean, his mom was there, and from that point on, this is going back maybe July, we've talked every day since then. Wow. And talked about his, talked about his life, his aspirations, and you mentioned the Lakers and, and, and certainly and, and Steph Curry. Well, you'll be the first to know. I can't get into much details, but there's a project when to come out with Quinn to talk about that experience from the bubble, his life on both the Lakers, certainly his life with the Warriors, and how he felt, what he learned from that experience. So look for that, and hopefully when he's back, he'll come on your show to talk more about that. Okay. I think it would be an absolute honor. But no, he's a he's a down he's the real deal. He's the kind of person, Dr. Clapper, that you can take to dinner and, and have a great conversation with. Mm. We've talked about everything from art. When he found out uh, I was going to be on your show, he said, "Wow, tell me more about him." He sounds so fascinating. <laughs> he talked about he talked about perhaps even going surfing with you. I said, "Oh, okay, you better be careful on that one, <laughs> my friend," because Dr. Clapper is, a, is an expert. But like you, uh, Dr. Clapper, he believes in he's he's curious. He's curious about life. He's curious about how we, as role models, and use that word very, very lightly, mm. can really touch the next generation. Mm. One of the things that um, he talked about a lot was not being 
kind of in a bubble, not being in a shell, not being untouchable. You want these kids to know that if you have a dream, my job with my foundation is to help you foster that dream to tell your story one day. And it's beyond just being basketball or just sports. It's about being a great role model in the community. And that's what Quinn Cook is to me. Mm. Tell me a little bit more about what his father did. What What is it about the HBCU, historically black college and universities? It's a, you know, when Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith started to do their first take when they were still together on first mm-hmm. take, boy, mm-hmm. did it bring it to the forefront that there's this entire university system that, frankly, the, the white America do, doesn't really have any appreciation for and as opposed to really segregating that these are the only mm-hmm. schools you can go to as a negative, lo and behold, sure. probably people like Quinn Cook's father have said, we're proud of the fact of all we've been able to do. It's like the tennis, the, 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 yes. the what are the, the airmen, right? The, what are, the Tuskegee airmen. The Tuskegee airmen. airmen. It's like you should embrace the whole situation. I think there's actually a movie coming out now about the Korean War where there was a an African-American pilot. But tell us about the pridefulness and what is going on with HBCU. It's interesting you mentioned that, uh, Dr. Clapper. Going back to tennis for a second, Kamal Murray, who was Sloan Stevens' coach at one U.S. Open, we have a project right now where that he's going to adopt five HBCU schools, Hmm. take over the tennis programs, and really start a whole development pipeline for these players from collegiate to perhaps professional, because there's a void there. Mm-hmm. To your point, we don't look to HBCUs for, for certain life values. We look at them for, you know, the big bands and, and to some degree football, but not for those life values. So we've made a conscious decision to go in there, find and develop this talent, to show there's a pathway and there is talent in these HBCUs, much like what Deion Sanders did at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. He turned the football Jackson State down. Jackson State, I'm sorry, thank yeah. you. Jackson State, when he turned, you know, the football world upside down by getting one, number one recruit and, and, and a quarterback in the country. Hmm. So that's the kind of talent and now the exposure I think that HBCUs have. We have to, to your point, in society, look at it as more of an incubator, more so than a throwaway institutions. Well, well, let me tell you, Quinn Cook is lucky to have hooked up with you, Lauren, because you know how to get it done. And tell me again more about the basketball court itself where you schlepped me all the way to, to <laughs> Wisconsin, to the middle of nowhere, basically, but it was just beautiful for those 350,000 acres of Native sure. American land on their reservation. What kind of wood was it, the forest that they used to make the basketball maple. court? Maple. 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 White uh, maple. That's was, right. That's that is, right. That is correct. And it was eight. It was seven and a half hours up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Dr. Clapper. And you were you were you were so attentive that day. And I have photographs of you working in the mill. So thank you very much. Uh, so whoever receives a court that Dr. Clapper built, if there's any issues, you need to, you need to talk. I tell you, that was one that. of the most fascinating things I had ever seen. Where they take the tree, and bit by bit, they take the bark off. They, it, a tree is round. I mean, talk about geometric challenges. It's round. How do you get something flat and rectangular out of a tree that's round? Well, this is like an ancient craft of how to cut it up, but it gets even more interesting than that. So when you look at a tree, you see the big trunk, right? And then you have branches that grow 90 degrees, 
right? A right angle from the tree. Those are the branches. Well, what does that look like to the grain of the wood? That's the famous knot that's in a wood. It represents that horizontal branch going into a vertical tree trunk. And that not only doesn't look right, but the integrity of the wood is either weakened or hardened by that blemish, that knot. So this amazing factory you took me to, to make a beautiful hard wood floor for a basketball court for the NBA, for the NCAA, and for these high schools that are lucky to have one of your courts, they got to have the part of the wood that has no knots on it. And I was just unbelievable to see the son of a carpenter who loves wood being, and it was like going to Disneyland for me, speaking of Bob Iger, going to Disneyland of going to a factory all about getting the perfect part of the tree to make your basketball court. That was awesome, Lauren. Yeah. Well, anytime you want to leave uh, Cedar Sinai, Dr. Clapper, you have a job with us anytime you want. So you just come <laughs> and leave Cedar so you can come in and join us. But one of the things you said at the top of the show, uh, Dr. Clapper, is that we found, you know, the journey to every court is important. So we decided as a brand uh, 10 years ago to not just focus on the work you just so admirably described, but talk about the players that really journey to get to the NBA, to get to the NCAA, to get to the local mm-hmm. high schools, and really tell those stories. Yeah. So we made a conscious effort. Don't worry about selling the court. Let's tell the stories of these young men and women and parents that worked their entire lives to get to a certain a certain place uh, in basketball and sports. And that for us is so important. So we, we did a pivot and we changed our name to Connor Sports where champions play. And that's both on and more importantly, off the court. But well, those journeys, much to your point, are so important. Well, I remember that phrase came from the one and only Dan Isaacs, right? He's the guy who dreamed that up when he was with you over there. There you go. And speaking of which, uh, yeah, uh, he's a, an amazing, amazing person. I mean, and Dan, now we're doing, uh, talk about basketball. We're now uh, over in Ghana um, with uh, the Ghana Basketball Association, really bringing basketball back to Ghana for the first time in the last 20 years. Wow. And uh, you, you'll, appreciate, you'll appreciate this because Dan Isaac is a New Yorker like you. Yeah. And uh, he uh, started a pizza truck, took his pizza truck from Manhattan <laughs> to Ghana. No way! <laughs> so, yes. yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know what? In my mind, let me tell you a Ghana story, as if there is yes. a Ghana story. I know two things about Ghana. One the greatest spine surgeon who ever came through the Hospital for Special Surgery who specialized in scoliosis. He actually spent a lot of time here at Rancho Los Amigos in Downey. Um, his name is Obi, Ohenabi Bayachi. He is one of the greatest spine surgeons, and he's from Ghana, trained in special surgery, became a professor out here, but now he opened a hospital in Ghana for kids to do pediatric spine wow. surgery. The second thing I love and know about Ghana is my top five movie of all time is The Endless Summer, written and made by a friend of mine, a patient of mine, Bruce Brown, The Endless Summer, about Robert August and Mike Hinson traveling around the world. The movie came out in 1964, but in 1964, they're traveling all over the world to find the perfect wave, The Endless Summer, and Bruce Brown realized that he was going to look for the perfect wave, and he had no money to make the movie, so on a budget. But in 1964, he realized that instead of just flying to Hawaii and maybe flying to 
to uh, you know Fiji or some other place for a great wave, for $50 more, the airline would sell him a ticket to go around the world. So it was like oh, no wow. big di- difference. So that's why the opening of the endless summer, when these guys decide they're going to go look for the perfect wave, the very first place they land is in Ghana, West Africa. And you got to see wow. the movie because this is wow. Ghana from 1964 with two guys yeah. bringing surfboards. They must have looked like Martians to these people <laughs> in Ghana with surfboards because their entire life they fish, but they ain't getting in that water knowing that there's sharks and all kinds of stuff. And here are these two white guys, Robert August and Mike Hinson, who take out wow. their surfboard. You got to see the movie, The Endless Summer. They take out their boards in 1964 and show this community, this country, you've got amazing waves here. You need to go surfing. And I bet you <laughs> what I would love to ask you and Dan Isaac, now that, now that you guys go back there, I would love to know, are they actually all these years later, 50 years later, are they still, are they surfing? In Ghana, that would be a good question. You got to find. That's your homework, Lauren Gillian. All right, I can't thank you enough for making time to help us with Quinn Cook, to help us with Isaiah Thomas, with Joachim Noah. The work that you do behind the scenes is so much bigger than the work that we actually see you do in front. And listen, on behalf of the Weekend Warrior Show and me, Doctor Clapper, you are special. And thanks so much for making time to be with us. Dr. Clapper, anything for you. Thank you for, for everything you've done for us. And uh, we'll, we'll keep listening. We'll talk soon. Yeah, and say hi to Vanessa Bryant for us because yes, she absolutely. she needs to know how important Kobe is to all of us here at the Weekend Warrior Show. All right, thanks uh, so much. All right, Lauren, so. talk to you later. All right, that's the great Lauren Gillian, and he's with a company that makes for the Final Four in the NCAA all those basketball courts every year. They make a new one. Well, they make it with that white maple. And they go into that forest and build a brand new one for the final four every year. And I got to visit that factory. Awesome experience for me. All right, coming up next, let's do some clapper vision. Let me tell you why you better not have that meniscus taken care of, particularly if you're 40 and above. If you're 40 years old and your knee hurts and they tell you you have a torn meniscus, you better think twice before having surgery, and I'll explain why. The number's 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Check this out. Weekend Warrior is on the air. From the epicenter of sports in the Southland. ESPN LA 710. With Dr. Robert Clapper, board-certified orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai Health Associates. I listen to you on the radio. You oh, that or not? Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Have you learned anything from Clapper Vision? Well, you know, when you talk about uh, art, you talk about music, you, you run the gamut. I, I listen, man. You'd be surprised who's listening, man. Sure, because I Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. As a man, he wrote over 600 songs. Won a Nobel Prize for literature. The great Bob Dylan. Better known as Robert Zimmerman. Changed his name because he didn't like his name. Why should I have that name they gave me? I want to have my own name. It's unbelievable. 
God bless him. But talk about storytelling. Hurricane Carter. Ah, he took it upon himself to write a song to right a wrong that was done. Put the wrong man in jail. All right, the line's lit up. Let's take some calls. The number's 877-710-ESPN. Let's do some clap revision. Let's go to Greg in Long Beach. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? You there? Good morning, Dr. Clapper. Good morning, Greg. How young are you? What do you do for a living? 71-year-old uh, semi-retired RN, currently not working RN due to the injury. All right. Tell me what's happening to you. And you know what? In my list of things that you can do with your life that are second to none, number one is teaching. You're a teacher. Man, it's the greatest thing you can do with your life. It's disrespected. They don't get paid enough. But that's the top of number two is nursing. So you do not need to find a total stranger and do something nice for them. You walk that walk, you talk the talk, you live that life. So God bless you. As the son of a nurse, I am so proud to be in the nursing family, even though I'm a doctor. But makes me more proud is to tell you that I'm the son of a nurse. So tell me how I can help you. What happened to you? Uh, October 11th, I suffered a left knee injury. Uh, my sports baseball time, 60 years. And uh, going through the system, the MRI I have here. Good. Uh, do you want the findings? You want not the, the findings. findings. Go the right to the impressions. By the way, let, let's learn a little bit about you. What's your? Where'd you grow up? What your dad do for a living? Where'd, what high school did you go to? Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, dad uh, worked for the phone company, World War II veteran. Wow. Mom was a stay-at-home housewife, worked part-time as a cashier and a bookkeeper. Uh, grew up in Long Beach, uh, currently live in Long Beach. Mm. Uh, sort of went to Millican High School. I did finish. Mm. Um, be, went through nurses training after a military uh, experience. Mm. Uh, been a practicing RN full-time up till 2018, background of uh, emergency room trauma. Wow. And did some IR work, uh, currently working uh, part-time, retired, uh, placing lines and in um, uh, less than desirable places as a contractor. Well, I'm married times 45 years. Wife is a uh, retired nurse also. Wow. You got kids? Yeah, one's in the Marine Corps, one's still at home. Wow. What a rich life you've had. God bless you. All right, tell me what the knee injury. Tell me, get. let's get to the impression and read it slow so I can interrupt you with some clap revision. Okay, impressions, complete tear of anterior cruciate ligament, anterior tibial translation. Wow. Okay. So even though, as I you listen to the show, you, you know what this is all about? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got the, I got a copy of the CD-ROM, and I've been reviewing it and trying to get, trying to get up on uh, MRI. No, but, I mean, you listen to the Weekend Warrior. You know what Clapper Vision is? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. You know, Leonardo da Vinci, towards the end of his life, was fascinated by things that were invisible. So he loved to look at tides. He loved to look at wind. He just loved that. Well, for me, you can't see your ligament on an x-ray. It's It's invisible. You only can see the bone because it has calcium in it. So even when we do an MRI, we could see that the ligament is torn. Okay? But... What I love about the MRI is the, the I won't say invisible, but the, the invisible effects of having an absent 
ligament, a ligament that's no longer functioning. What do I mean by that? When a radiologist, like the one you have who read this report, which I love, there, what you said in that first sentence, go ahead, read it again. Complete tear anterior cruciate ligament with with anterior tibial translation. Right. What they're telling, with anterior tibial translation, what that means is not only do we see that the ligament is ripped in half, it's torn, but we now see the effect of the torn ligament that the lower, the shin bone, the tibia, is now moving anterior, moving forward when compared to the thigh bone, the femur. And that is the clinical finding. We call it a Lachman test or a pivot shift test where you clinically can feel that it's unstable to a radiologist. You can now see that the tibia is not dislocated, but it's subluxed. It's translated anteriorly. It's not where it's supposed to be because you don't have a functional ligament anymore. So this radiologist is going to the next level of explaining to the the reader, either the surgeon or whoever's reading it, that there's an effect of this loss of ligament. It's just not just a torn ligament. The other thing, which maybe we'll get to further in your report, is the bruising in the bone that classically happens when the ligament is torn, that literally, talk about a clap revision, the femur, the thigh bone, literally punches, like a hammer punching wood, punches the tibia, and you will see black and blue marks or bruising, even though, again, it's a black and white study, you don't see the black and blue, you see the signal changes, the bruising, the edema in the femur and the tibia because of the loss of the ligament. So, go ahead, I'm excited to hear you read the next sentence. Go ahead. Uh, evidence of recent pivot shift injury with impaction injuries at the femoral condyles. There the you go, impaction injury. That's just what I described, like a hammer banging on the bone. I love this radiologist. I, we're going to get to who we have to mention their name because they are top flight in, t- in my book as you're reading this. Uh, go ahead. Anything more? Yeah, subtle horizontal oblique tear centered at posterior horn of medial meniscus, possibly also at the body. Right. So, and- so I love that it is the end of November and your injury was in October. I love that you haven't had surgery yet, correct? Correct. I love that uh, because uh, if you meet the wrong orthopedic surgeon, they're going to tell you, oh, you have to have surgery right away. No, you actually benefit by sitting tight because that subtle horizontal oblique tear in your meniscus, if given time, six weeks at least from the injury, probably will go on to heal on its own and not need to be trimmed or put stitches in. Whereas if you allow the orthopedic surgeon to say, no, you got to have surgery right away because they want a paycheck, you are making a mistake. You're not giving it a chance to heal on its own. So I love that, you know, workman's comp has its own issues and problems. But the very fact that you've been delayed in having the surgery, I'm here to tell you, is a good thing. So go ahead. Keep going. Uh, as a sidebar, I had a, an appointment with a surgeon earlier in the week. And everything you stated, he has stated. So I'm still in the middle of PT. PT's a waste of time. Uh, you don't need physical therapy. Not not with the injury you have. You can get to straightening really? the bending on your own. Ice the hell out of it. Let all the swelling come oh. down. Get your range of motion. Uh, this is not a time for physical therapy, in my opinion. 
Okay. Ad- additionally, peripheral oblique tearing of posterior body, posterior horn of lateral meniscus. Yes. That also happens when the, the, the loss of the ACL and its function allows the lateral side of the joint to get beat up quite a bit. Do me a favor, though. Please don't let them talk you into cortisone shots, invis, PRPs, you know, stem cells. No. Have you had a needle in your knee? Oh, no. It's not going to happen. I know better. Good. Okay. God bless you. All right. Great. Um, and let me, let me, you want to, the rest of it? Yeah, yep, 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 go for the rest of it. Okay, grade two injury of the medial collateral ligament proximally. Love it. This is, by the way, reason I don't want you to have therapy right now, because you okay. also tore your medial collateral ligament. That needs to be left alone, and that will go on to heal on its own. It doesn't need a lot of mishigas going on with a therapist. You need to actually leave okay. that be. So your All meniscus right. tears will heal. Your medial collateral ligament will go on to heal. You, those bruises, the impaction injury, there's a reason. But I can't wait. I'm amazing. You're in your 60s. There's no mention of the articular cartilage. Do you have arthritis? So keep going. Oh, that's the last thing. Minimal degenerative changes to the knee. They're minimal. So let me tell you something. I This month I have two ACL surgeries I'm doing, and they are in older people like you. Man's in his 50s. I usually do this surgery in you know in basketball players, football players in their, in their teens or their 20s or their 30s. You have a young man's injury, but you also sound like you have a young man's knee. So guess what? And I would not use a cadaver. I would use, you know, your own patella tendon, um, and I'm not here to solicit patients, but if you wanted me to help, I'm happy to help you. you. I'm busy. You'd have to call my office, tell them I said it's okay. You can come see me, but the the day will come where you will probably need surgery for your, your you, you can see the instability from what your MRI is describing. I don't think you're going to be able to avoid surgery from what this sounds like. You're going to feel the instability. But that's something to feel clinically in the office. Okay. All right. So, Very good. So what a joy yeah. to talk to a nurse and to help a nurse. Uh, if you're happy with where you're at, stay where you're at. If not, it'll be my pleasure to help you. But I'm just, I just want you to be happy with all this. But, yes, your MRI. By the way, tell me the name out loud of the radiologist who read it. I'm trying to look for it. It's the uh, Hogue Memorial. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't. I don't. You know, that doesn't mean the whole place is great. I, whoever the the radiologist is did a wonderful job of showing that they don't usually mention. So good for them, and that's excellent. It's an excellent reading of an MRI, and that's without me even seeing it. But just the the words that they're using in the description is beautiful, and it's I'm 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 happy for you. You got someone good there as a radiologist to read your report. Well, thanks so much for checking in with us. I appreciate it. And uh, keep us posted, all right? Use your own body part if you can have it fixed. Don't use a cadaver or a hamstring. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Appreciate your help. Thank you. Okay, young man. God bless you. Thanks for doing what you do. All right, Warriors, we'll take a break. Coming up, got a lot to tell you. And I have to tell you about a gift I got from the Milwaukee Tools Company. It's a, well... It's a certain kind of jacket that I've never seen before. And I used it coming out of the water this week. Actually, I surfed a lot this week, and it's freezing. But I have a jacket from Milwaukee Tools that Steve Richmond gave me, who's been a guest on this show, who's the head of Milwaukee Tools, um, that i got to tell you about. I also want to tell you what happened when I was in the ocean. And uh, I still have to tell you about why not to have a 
surgery if you're having a meniscus tear. And I also need to tell you about what we're going to be doing next week, which is going to be awesome. Oh, the guest. Her name is Hannah, and she's an expert. Get a load of this. I'll explain more in pickles. Why would I be excited that an expert in pickles is going to be talking to us next week? I'll explain. Coming up next, right here on the Weekend Warriors Show on 710 ESPN. Check this out. Weekend Warrior is on the air. From the epicenter of sports in the Southland. ESPN LA 710. With Dr. Robert Clapper, board-certified orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai Health Associates. I listen to you on the radio. Oh, not absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Have you learned anything from Clapper Vision? Well, you know, when you talk about uh, art, you talk about music, you. You, you run the gamut. I, I listen, man. You'd be surprised who's listening, man. Mark, as I appreciate <laughs> Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That thing, that thing happened again with Anthony Davis, and the Lakers won again. Whatever that thing is, keep doing it. Wouldn't it be amazing for them to turn this season around? That Anthony Davis becomes the Anthony Davis again? Oh, how terrific that would be. Back to the meniscus tear. If you're over 40 and you can still straighten and bend your knee, I plead with you. If your knee is stuck and you can't strain or bend it, that's a different story. But even a not-so-good meniscus, and you're 40 and above, do your best to leave it alone. Don't have shots, no cortisone, no no injections. Get that book that Linda, you and I wrote called Heal Your Knees. It'll help you. And uh, we'll have time for more calls uh, next week. I can talk about your meniscus if it's bothering you. But let's pay it off. You know, this is radio. I teased you about the best biscuits, and I'm talking about recipes and country because of Trisha Yearwood, so I thought about biscuits. Homemade biscuits reminds me of country and western songs. And the best biscuit I've ever had in Los Angeles is on Pico Boulevard near the Rancho Park Golf Course. That's right, near Manning and Pico, and it's called John O'Groats. Oh, my God. You put some butter on these fresh baked biscuits that they make. And it, it, <laughs> forget about the eggs and everything else you're eating. Just have the biscuits. Just awesome. So that's my payoff. Thinking of Trisha Yearwood. Thinking about country biscuits. John O'Groats. Pico. Last Sunday and throughout this week, I went surfing. I operated on Wednesday, but every other day I was in the ocean surfing. And it is freezing. But I got a gift from the Milwaukee Tool Company, Steve Richmond, of a jacket that has a heating element in it. I didn't even know this exists. It has a battery pack. It's got a, I got a double X hooded sweatshirt. I should put it on Twitter. You've got to see me with my surfing trunks wearing my jacket. Toasty and warm as you can be. So thank you to the Milwaukee Tool Company for my gift. Wow, I love it. All right, let's talk about next week. Her name is Hannah. She's from the Bubby's Pickles Company. Jared Abrams did a great job tracking her down for us. I love it. And I'm thinking of pickles. 
You know these pickles are so good. You can get them at Gelson's because they don't use vinegar for the pickle. What? How could you have a pickle not made with vinegar? Because Hannah already gave me the secret. A cucumber has enough probiotic bacteria on it naturally. I didn't know this. That if you just put it in water with garlic and dill, just like my parents did, they stuck a little bit of rye bread actually in it too, which made it cloudy. But I used to drink the pickle brine. But there's no vinegar. It's just the juice of the pickle ferments and makes the most incredible pickle you've ever eaten. So it made me think in art, in sports, where do you see this fermenting? The process of a cucumber all on its own maturing and becoming this elite thing called a pickle. Well, in sports, you're going to hear some unbelievable sound bites of the career of Chick Hearn. Yep, our beloved Chick Hearn for the Lakers. And what about in music? Wait till you hear Quincy Jones talking about wanting and insisting on using violins in Michael Jackson's album, Off the Wall. Michael Jackson said, no, you can't have a violin. Quincy Jones says, you're not the producer. I am. I'm a pickle, and I know how things... You're a cucumber. You better listen to a pickle. We're going to get into it next week. Until then, I leave you with Volari like I do every week. And thanks for listening.